Get Up with Christy and Bodge. On the Mid North Coast's hit. Very good morning to you. Start of a brand new week. Christy and Bodge for Harvey Norman, Port Macquarie. Happy Monday. How are you feeling? Well, it's been a been an interesting weekend. A resting weekend for you, though? No, I had some nasal problems, so <laughs> I tried to rest, but it didn't work. You know, I sound like a, a nasally old librarian. Oh, well, you did walk out of here on Friday feeling a little bit uh, worse Under for the wear, weather. and I thought, oh, no, you may not recover no. come Monday, but it, it's, it's good to see you here. But um, look, in terms of me, I rested for the most part over the weekend, which is yeah, right. unlike me. I barely did a thing. Right. <laughs> like, I had clothes washing to do. We had plans to go and do um, some paddleboarding. None of that happened. None of it. We didn't do any window. of it. We basically just lounged around the house and just watched oh. a whole heap of movies. Really? <laughs> That's unlike you. Because normally know. you're the you're the up and at them, go get an outdoors person. You, you don't you're you're living your bodge life by the sounds of it. <laughs> I feel like we've swapped roles. Actually, we maybe have swapped roles because something happened when I left here on Friday, which made me realise I'm pretty forgetful at the moment. And, uh, yeah, it's all off the back of when we had the beautiful puppies here for Bring Your Dog to Work Day on Friday when oh, you brought no. your girlfriend's dog, Dexter, yeah. in and I brought Bella in. Something happened when I left here oh, Friday gee. and I'll have to tell you about that because it's pretty bad. We'll get into that shortly. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. Remember on Friday when I had to lug my puppy dog, Bella, down the stairs to go for a little bathroom break. Well, yeah, she's huge. I wouldn't call her a little puppy dog. You picked her up and it looked like you were carrying like a horse. Oh, it's because she's got a fear for stairs and, and elevators, so I had no choice but to carry her. But um, no, she she did her business. She did her number ones and number twos and yeah. uh, like clockwork. But the thing was that uh, her messy business, she decided to do it in one of the plants downstairs yeah. in the garden bed. So uh, uh, it's challenging as it is to pick those things up in in a little bag and collect them and put them away. But How, uh, how big are we, was it, a fist? Uh, look, it was it was messy. I'm just going to okay. say it was messy and you not, could, you could not just, the texture you want to be picking up. Especially off bark. But <laughs> could you not just turn the bark over maybe and just create a little mound so that yeah. no one knows? It wasn't in the, the, um, the little chip bits. It was oh. in an actual plant. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, no, that just... it's a little groovy. So, like, all the flowers oh. down there are now destroyed. Anyway, um, so it was quite uh, stinky. And I thought, oh, there's no public bins out the front where we are. Right. I can't, I can't just leave it. I can't bring it up here because the cleaner doesn't no. come till Wednesday true, to yeah. pick up the bins. And I didn't want that stench coming through because even with it tied up, it was quite smelly. So I was like, that's oh. all right. What I'll do is I'll put it on the front wheel of my car. So when I leave, I know to pick it up. I drive out, I get home, go to the bathroom, and as I'm on the on the loo, I went, oh, I left the poo bag on the front wheel, and yeah. I drove forward, which meant then I drove straight over it and left it <laughs> in my little car space, which everyone knows is the car space that I <laughs> park in, which means that everyone would have realized the bright blue bag that was sitting there that was squished was left from me. So do you... So I've, I've littered yeah. and have left a stench. Although, yeah. I had to drive back out here because I was just wanted to see if it was there. And guess what? It was still intact, sitting there perfectly perched on the car park. What are you feeding that dog? <laughs> I like, don't know. It, you could have just passed it off as kind of like a messy process. Like in the old <laughs> days, they used to 
you know, throw their, you know, fecal matter at statues and things like that. That's all the rage these days, apparently. I don't know. Look, she she doesn't do too firm a poos in, in general, but well, that's not the discussion we want to have right now. But in oh. my defence, look... I'm not used to having to pick it up in a little blue bag and, and, right. and putting it somewhere because at home we just collect it in a bucket and throw it out. Right. Um, but then when we go to places, we tend to always go where there's a lot of water. Now, Bella has a very bad habit when it comes to her loo habits. So the minute she gets out of the car and knows there's a river system there or the beach, yep. what does she do? Pee. Straight in, pees in the waves. Yep. Comes back, does a little zoomy, yep. runs around, straight back out, gets dunked by the waves in the process while she does her number two business. It sounds like a normal day at the beach for me. Without fail. What, you do an aqua turd? Oh, sometimes. There's, <laughs> there's kids around that don't like them. They're causing too much kerfuffle. I go, right, here you go, floaty. <laughs> but when we were in places like we're, we're sitting across at Pelican Island in Port Macquarie, we've paddled across there um, with her. She's doing a little run and goes, oh, got to do me business jumps into the water, there'll be kayakers going past. And you can't just go, oh, this is normally her. Oh. Oh, Bella, what are you doing? Bella. You have to do that. Oh, oh God. I oh. can't believe you're doing this. You never do this. Oh, like, don't do it. We know this. We never have to take poo bags because she always does it everywhere. Like clockwork. Even when I go out with mates for the first time walking, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't have to collect it because it's in the waves. Like, oh. do, don't you have to walk out and get it? How can I get it? It gets stirred up. Why don't you get one of them nets they have for um, swimming pools <laughs> no. to, to clean it out? You know, the really long ones. You see them in those videos. <laughs> no. Well, but the thing is, I just don't want people to judge me for it because it's not like we trained her to do it. She just started no. to do it. Um, but the, it's the worst one ever was at Curry Island out near Beachwood there. We're in the River Rapids. Everyone's just chilling, having a little nice swim. Yeah. She decides to go upstream to the very top upstream of this group of a little family there yeah. and just uh, decides to just drop one. Yeah, right next to them. Yeah, See? right next. No, 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 yeah. up above them, which meant then as the rapids are coming down, so is her aquaturd. <laughs> it cleared the whole river out. <laughs> oh, my God. Get on up. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. This pandemic, I mean, it's it's brought some strange things um, into not just the peripherals, but into the main part of our view. We've had the um, we've we've had the, uh, the the face mask scenario. A lot of people still wearing face masks. Well, not around here. I don't really notice on the mid north coast people Do wearing not? face masks. Oh. Like uh, every now and then, you might spot them, and I go, "Is it because you're unwell?" Uh, or you just yes, think true, that yeah. other people around you might be unwell. Well, I do you know what? whatever they wear it for, each to their own. It's I, fine. I, I always get, um, I always get a little bit sort of wary. I go, should I be wearing one? And then I go, well, actually, that's where I finish up. The first thought is, ooh, COVID. <laughs> oh, oh. Wide walk around them. Oh, don't come near me with your COVID. Then yep. I go, actually, maybe they're just being nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should be wearing one as well. But, you know, it wouldn't look good with this jacket. So. No. You do remember when I told you, I'll just quickly, a story about when uh, I went to a shop to get loo paper, which people are starting yeah. to hoard again. Um, a chick walked in the first time with the face mask, got a packet of loo paper, walked yeah. back out, came back in with the face mask on, and then while she was standing in front of me in the line, takes it off, and I went, well, what was the point of wearing it in the first place? Uh, it's because she used it as a disguise the first time to get the one packet, then went through with the mask off, so she looked different. Cheeky strategy. And the checkout chicks realised it well, was the same girl. You wouldn't want to do that with this next one because obviously the um, the um, the face masks have kind of influenced some 
pop culture and fashion. Fashion as well oh, has been influenced by. It's so fashionable, those I know. masks. What, what was the one you saw? You saw like a, a dome shape. Um, it was like a, oh. a like a spaceman <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, Buzz Lightyear helmet. Yeah. Oh, that was overseas where they have to, in certain countries, they have to wear their face yeah. mask. And a lady was going out to buy a face mask, but she didn't have anything else. And so you've got to improvise. I'd probably put like um, one of those... Um, little uh, raincoats over my head if I had to or like a paper yeah. bag but she went to wearing the kid's costume which was a Buzz Lightyear helmet. See that doesn't seem too practical but what I've seen today is something that I think because we're a coastal town I think this could work quite nicely. Mm. You wouldn't want to take it off in line though. It is a, uh, a bikini right particularly yeah. the bikini top um, and the boobies right are held by um, material that looks exactly like, sort of with a floral design though, like oh. um, uh, the, uh, the the face masks, but they're not cupping it like a face mask would, so it doesn't sit so horizontal like it would in your face. It's vertical. Right. Can it's, you send me the picture of it? No, yeah, well, I, I can send you the picture in just a sec, but uh, just from my, my description, right, it's holding them, holding them probably the best way. If you had it the other way, you get a fair bit of under boob, I'd say. Which is the in trend thing at the moment where you just want to ex- is it? expose is it? the body. Yeah, the under boob. Oh, okay. I, I'm a fan of the side boob myself. <laughs> well, it's the same, but you just get the bottom. <laughs> well, see, what, see, this is the thing. If I had to sacrifice my side boob for under boob, I think I'd stick with the side boob. Oh. Yeah. So, um, and that's just a personal preference. Everyone's got one. And it, these, like I say, this is um, it's influencing a lot of fashion. And I've I've seen one of these on the mid north coast already. Really? Yeah, saw one at Southwest Rocks on Saturday, and I thought that's pretty good. I thought that's all right. I could I can see how we've taken a negative and we turned it into a positive. That's actually quite a statement. But if she'd gone into the shops, like you say, to get some toilet paper and then gone in a second time and taken them off, I reckon uh, she would have been noticed straight away. The Mid-North Coast Gets Up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. I like um, stories that make me feel good. I don't like stories that make me feel terrible. Those stories are no good. Nobody does. Nobody likes those stories, especially when you hear that um, a venue's opening up, a venue that people love to go to, and then you find out one of the main things that you like doing that venue is now no longer a thing you can do. Okay. You know what I mean? You need to elaborate a little well, bit more I, for I, me I, to understand. I shall. Well, you know how um, there's certain buffets I like to go to. Yeah. And now those are no longer operational. Yeah, well, a lot of hotels are having to adapt when it comes to their restaurants. Like you heard of places that have just done them up as a buffet, then we went into COVID and it's like, well, no, you exactly. just have to be a normal restaurant. It's true. Buffets. They and, are no longer existing. And if you want to go for a beer somewhere, you have to be seated at some places. There's a lot of different restrictions mm. and i saw this really really sad story um in fact it was um in in the midlands in the uk and it's called extasia and it's a uh, a swingers hotel okay <laughs> well don't no, don't look down on them all right yeah. swingers are people too um i've been with a swinger um lovely, how was that yeah lovely bloke <laughs> no look, there's this swingers hotel they're banning sex when guests are allowed back in Okay, so that's a, that's something that people looked forward to going there. Now, if you looked at the actual hotel, yeah. it is not much to look at, but it is well known 
for swingers parties. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've got the nice big salad bowl, you bung your keys in, in there, and then all of a sudden you go, ooh, and you pick out one, you go, I haven't had that one before, and then you go off and you meet them in the room and it's all happy days. And that's what that's how some people live. Yeah. So we're, what they're doing this now, they're still doing the salad bowl with the keys, but then they just go off and have nice chin wags, nice D&Ms. See, this is the thing. They've got a... Um, a they're calling it a non-sexual bar and hotel from the 4th of July, which, um, I mean, I, I would assume most bars could do quite easily mm. because it's just a normal bar. Yeah. I just think it means that they can't do any naughty things in the bar. Um, I'm not sure of to the extent yeah. of what they were allowed to do in the bar. All I know is is that um, it, it's going to be a real, like, there's going to be a lot of temptation because obviously... Um, uninstalling the big swings they've got in the bedrooms. <laughs> they've done a risk assessment, and apparently it's it's too hard to do that. So what they're doing is is they're because they've got like dungeons, they've got you kidding me indoor dogging, bondage, all that sort of stuff. It looks totally normal on the the outside. You go indoors, and it is an absolute like. It's like the a dark. Brothel. It's like the dark web. Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to find in there. The ceiling mirrors. They're like, well, if we try and uninstall that, it might fall and whatever else. Might as well leave it there. Some people like to look at each other while they sleep, just to make sure they're asleep anyway. It'll be just like nice memorabilia. You just walk through, just reminiscing of your great times. Well, this is it. See, um, the the owners have also said that they they're going to assist with the the tracing app and all that sort of stuff as well. But it's not very discreet. Is it? No. You know what I mean? Like, you, you get a phone call and you're expecting a call about an STD or something. Go, oh, yeah, are you, are you, are you bodge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we met up at that hotel and we were, you know, we were having it away and whatever else. And, oh, God, please don't tell me I've got to get tested. Yeah, yeah, you do have to get tested. Oh, is it gonorrhea again? <laughs> no. It's COVID-19. <laughs> oh, the worst. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't. The one to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. You've been with a swinger before? No, I haven't. Well, no. I mean, it's a fantasy for a lot of men. Oh, no, you I'm, nearly I'm... said for me. You <laughs> nearly said for me. No, a fantasy <laughs> for men. You just wanted no, to hear that. No, not at all. <laughs> Where I, I feel like it's you, you'll drop it every now and then. Yeah, we should just throw the keys in the in the bowl. Yeah. It's like no. Why? Because I would fear that you would want the other woman and want to stick with that other woman. Invite the Davidsons round from next door and just, just see what happens. <laughs> Put a meatloaf on, you know, get a nice tasty pecan pie or something like that. And, you know, who knows what will happen? Who knows what the night will bring? Little Chianti by the fire, whatever. Yeah. No, I have, I, I've been with, a, I've been with a, a swinger before and that was, um, it was an interesting experience. Um, I was for a lo- her or you? Well, I'd like to think it was an amazing experience for her, but... <laughs> It was a very, it was a very interesting experience. Um, I was a bit younger, not too much younger, and um, we met, we met on Tinder, right? And I go around for a drink, and I'm sitting there, I'm pretty nervous, mm. pretty nervous, because there's photos of her and him all over the house. I'm like, mm, nice house, yep, yeah, nice girl. We're sitting and talking. She can see I'm nervous. She's like, look, it's fine. I'm like, are you sure he's okay with this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we've been married for years. I'm like, oh, God. And then all of a sudden, it's real again. And I'm like, I can't do this. This is one of them commandments. I can't break that one. I've broken near, damn near everything. And then um, and then she goes, look, here's a text message from him. And I'm, I'm reading it. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to read this. And it just says, yeah, tell him I've laid some fresh towels out and he can have um, he can have a go of my, um, like, you know, my aftershave and deodorants and whatever else. 
and then it was all just sitting there on the on the um the basin in the the ensuite and i was kind of like uh i was like well where's he he's not going to pop out of a wardrobe or something in a superman costume like heavy breathing or something is he she goes no no he's he's in sydney and i'm like well what's he doing there What's he doing in Sydney? Is he working? Is this while the cat's away sort of situation? She goes, no, 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 this isn't like that at all. This is, you know, he's over there seeing like four or five different women. I'm like, oh, my God, this is huge. Like, he's out there and she's just, you know, doing whatever she wants. I'm like, so he picks up. Because you would you would assume if you were a swingers couple, the woman's going to have more success, right? Yeah, but I feel like this is totally different to what most swingers are. It's where did where did you bring the little couple for him? Like, you- I feel like... For the most part, oh, you, you go as a couple and you swap out. Yeah, that's I, the I, idea. What like, have you gone in and just gone? I'm going to screw up your it, marriage and just like end up rocking with... up to a barbecue with like fizzy water <laughs> and expecting to have someone's <laughs> lamb chops. Yes, uh, no, that's exactly what you did. No, what, see, this is the thing. They do their own thing and then they come back and I don't think they're together anymore, which is sad. But you know, it's one of those things. Are you with her now? No, God, no. <laughs> no. I'm not going to tell you whether we did it or not. Oh. Because I think that would be uh, that would be tawdry and sordid, and I don't think it's right for breakfast radio. She did need a new bed head, though. Oh. Something happened to that. Hit FM with Christy and Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. It is time for the censorship game. Are you ready for the censorship game? <sighs> let's do this. You know, what, come on, mate. Let's get let's get real. It's upbeat. I know, Monday. I know, but I'm feeling nervous, and I'm. <laughs> It's like why? It's just a silly little game. Just taking like my Invisalign out one second. Oh, oh disgusting! Yeah. Why do you need to do that? A nice little clip because well, I've started to lisp a little bit, and I don't want to do that. I want to make sure I'm enunciating my words so that you've got every chance of getting this right. I don't right. want you to to suffer because I can't talk. Okay, well, we don't want you to suffer. Either. No, no, no. So I've got three bits of audio here. Yeah, and I've beeped out a word, mm-hmm. and I need you to tell me what the word is. Okay, and I've gone. I've gone classic Disney because I feel like those are the easiest. It does get hard when I've exhausted all the Disney films, but we'll go for... Here's audio number one. Have a listen to this and tell me what you think, okay? Yep. You ready? So try the life of a thief Just sample the life of a brook There isn't a boy who won't enjoy a working for Captain Hook Oh, it's a tough so one, isn't it? I t- you, just, you beep out one word, but you beeped out all of the words. No, no, no. It's the same word. Oh. It's the same word. Hook, 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 hook. No, no. Yeah, uh, Was it I, Captain Hook? I, I'll play the first part of it again and just have a listen to the words around it and what pirates may say. I. So what would, what would, what would, um, the first word's yeah. Yeah, my heart is. No, it's not my heart. No, it's not that. It's not that. Uh, have a think. I'm trying to think of the actual movie first to get some context. It's, well, I could, I could tell you the movie. Yeah, Peter Pan. Yeah, and it's it's Captain Hook. Yeah, well, it's his it's his shipmates. Yeah, and his crew. They're all you know. <laughs> all I can think of is me Hardies. It's not. It's not that. But it's one word. How can that? Why does it go? You said that they go you at the start. Yeah. 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 You're a loser. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the magic word we were looking for is ho. You wanted me to say ho. Yaho. 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 No, it's not derogatory. <laughs> it's not derogatory. Don't don't think like that. That's disgusting. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. A very. It's a Yeah. It's a very very common pirate uh, word. All right. Pirates so, of the Caribbean does he yell that out enough as well? Yeah. Pretty. I'm pretty sure he does. All right. Here is audio number two. Oh, ooby doo. I wanna be like you. Hoopy dooby doo. I wanna walk like you. I wanna walk like you. I wanna talk like you. That's absolutely right. And there was two in there. You got two. That was going to be the hard one because there's two different ones. Which you didn't even tell me that. Mm, that's okay. So I was okay, about I was to. Paying I was about to. No, you got it. You got it before I had a, a chance to, to say anything. See how All confident right. I am now. I got M- it. Moving right along to audio number three. Town, it's a quiet village. Every day, like the one before. Little town full of little people waking up to say oh, what are they saying Hang what's on. the word they're saying what it's does everyone say word. it's one word it's one word is it snow white no it's not snow white no well it kind of helps if i know what it is well, it's beauty and the beast Beauty. It's not. Ha- have you seen Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, but I don't remember it. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, she lives in a little French town. Beast. You're a beast. No, You're no, a no. Beast. no, 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 no. So they say one word. They're saying they? one word, begins with B, and um, it's very common when you greet people in France. Beautiful. No, it's not that. That's creepy. Bonjour. Bonjour, that's right, yeah. I, I had to hand that oh, one no, to you. you gave it to me, basically. <laughs> Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. And the voice last night. I mean, it's just raised the bar once again. Having two all-stars going all out last night was a big deal between Steve and Jesse. And that's Jesse right. being the one that's joining us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys going? Well, we're all right. Good. How did you feel after watching yourself back last night uh, up against Steve? Um, it was... Let's say it was interesting watching it back. Um, you know, these kind of moments are so fast and there's so much energy involved. It, it kind of seems like a blur. Um, so it's kind of surreal watching it back and being like, oh, that's what happened. Oh, that's, oh, you did, oh, okay, you did that. And, and it's funny just piecing it all together. So, well, were, you, um, were you happy with the outcome, though, the way, the way that it looked on screen? Um, that obviously they flashed to the judges' faces, and there was a couple of winces there. Mm. It was a little bit of a cringe at first with um, Steve. We thought maybe it was audio levels, but it turned out maybe there was uh, some lyrics wrong. Um, was it a, a trying experience? Uh, a trying experience is a great way to put it. Um, look, with, with the show comes a lot of pressure. It yeah. kind of seems like, even though, you know, Steve being in the industry for such a long time and I've been in the industry for a while as well, I, nothing really amounts to the pressure of the voice and the, and the monster that the voice really is. Um, and sometimes it gets the best of you or, or sometimes you take it and you, and you move forward with it. I think this is one of the situations where, you know, we... We may have felt the pressure a little bit and, you know, also the pressure of having to be the all-stars and, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we kind of felt it on the night, I guess, and um, just yeah, tried to do our best. Yeah, but you didn't come across as though you did feel that pressure because the whole time watching it last night, you had Steve's back. You supported him yeah. through when, when you had your initial song that Delta gave you, which I can't believe, and it's sort of like a history thing for uh 
The Voice where you <laughs> ended up having to do a different song, but you were there saying, if, if you don't shine, Steve, I don't shine. You're the nice guy. Uh, yeah, well, 100%. And I, I, I kind of don't... I kind of forget that the camera's there and I don't, it's really not what I'm trying to do is I'm not trying to trying to be the nice guy. I'm just, you know, trying to make an experience for, for both of us. And, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, um, not, it's not a bad thing to, to make sure that someone else is feeling comfortable. I know yeah. it's a competition, but, you know, the, the good guy vibe came out naturally or not. You know, the, people got to see that and I think it's a quality that is not often seen. But with... Um, with Steve, obviously the, 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 the song did change because he was struggling mm. with the lyrics. Was there any other issue that uh, led to this change? Because it was un- it was, apparently it was quite a late change. Yeah, I think it was a, a whole vibe. And I, I guess this, the, the initial song, there was a lot, of, a lot of beautiful moments in it, but it didn't really have that, that fighting battle as well. So right. yeah. um, late, late change for lyrics and, and that kind of stuff. But I also feel like a late change for vibe and, and add a bit of ferocity because we're the all-stars, if that kind of makes sense as well. Yep. So, yeah, um, yeah it, was a, it was an experience, we'll, we'll say that, and I'm just glad to, be, <laughs> glad to be through it. Yeah. If you were to look back, though, which song did you actually prefer in the end? Would have you preferred the Without Me Halsey to perform? I, I do love both, but I feel like, for me, um, I'm, I'm more of an emotional connection this year, so um, as per my blind, you know, it's all about the emotion and delivering that. So I mm. definitely would have gone with with the Halsey song, yeah. um, just for that, you know, that opportunity to kind of shine that that side of me. But in saying that, that gives me room to grow in the rest of the show. So let's see how we go. I've got an interesting question for you, just on that Halsey's uh, song that you were originally going to do. I think might have showcased you really well. Mm. Do you think the song was changed? Because there wasn't enough opportunity for for Steve to sound good, because they they chose quite a, a quite a, a deep song, and Kelly even said he was telling a story by the way he was moving. Do you think that kind of worked against you? Did you have to take a back seat? A hundred percent. I mean, like when I started the song, the Halsey song, I was completely locked in. Yeah. I was a hundred percent ready uh, right from the get go. I feel like that, you know, that's not really. Well, I'll, I'll say it's not really fair if, if I'm if I'm gunning a hundred percent and and my competitor isn't on the same level. I feel like, like they said, to be the best, you've got to beat the best, and yep. we really need to have an opportunity to both shine. So mm. that's so I'm happy with the song change, and I'm glad that we took it on. It's just um, execution, I guess. You pull off the the woman songs. You did a Billie Eilish song, and now you you were trying to do Halsey's song. Is it kind of a common theme here that Delta's picking? Uh, female-based songs. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't actually point that out. So that's a great that's a great find by you. Um, yeah. So I, I guess initially thinking on it, like I said, I'm I'm the one to kind of sing about stuff that brings up emotion, and and I guess there's there's a lot of guys these days that are really struggling with opening up with that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I talk a lot about mental health and positive mental health progression as well, and I feel mm. like women especially in the music industry really nail emotion and being mm-hmm. open and vulnerable but uh guys we're, we're we're still learning how to do that in in a manner where we we don't get you know bashed in society for being yeah um emotional guys and, and talking about feelings and stuff so mm. um let's let's say i'm starting to turn a new leaf within myself and hope hope it makes a difference yeah no that's fair enough man we appreciate that look with um with delta 
taking Steve back, because obviously her and boy George had an open spot. Yeah. I, how do you say it without being... I just feel like the battle round was meant to be an elimination round. You know what I mean? Yeah, why, can, and, why and, save both? And, and then Delta's gone, well, you know, I'm picking Jesse to go through. You've done all that hard work. But then she's kind of um, she's kind of gone back and picked Steve up again. And it, it kind of feels like you battle round all that drama, all that sort of that work you've put into it and all the troubles you were having, I mean, they're for nothing. Do, do you feel that? And I hope that's not too disrespectful. I just feel like it should have been an elimination round. You already kind of had the wood over Steve with the first song. Then you've had it over the second song, and he still had another lifeline. Without being cruel to him, should he have just gone? I feel like the best thing about Delta is that she sees the whole picture. Uh, obviously, the, the package that was shown last night doesn't show... You know, obviously we're chasing a lot of drama here, but it doesn't show the actual talent that Steve has. Right. It doesn't show his charismatic ability and to, you know, really tell a story once he's connected and once he's on it. Because there was some, some run-throughs that we actually did before the performance where he, he absolutely nailed it and it was magical. So I feel like she sees that side in him. And yeah, to be honest, yeah. as an artist, when you, get, when you get so many no's and so many denies as you're going through the industry... For her to see that and still have faith and belief in you and see you, I see it as a, you know, a prop to Delta for, for being such an amazing, you know, role model and, and mentor. Well, yeah. That's, um, that's and a, yeah, that's a, that's a nice thing. That that's a nice thing to say. It is, God. and we're glad that she did save both of you so we can see you both all-stars continue on. So, Jesse, thank you so much for joining us this morning and we hope to see you and Steve battle it out again. <laughs> One more time, yeah. No, thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid North Coast's hit. I've been doing some night writing, which sounds really cool. It sounds like night rider, but it it's does. not. It's a different kind of night rider. <laughs> so I can't take it seriously because all I think of is when you're at night time writing something. It's because you just can't get to sleep because you've got so many thoughts going mm. through your mind that you're like, I need to write it down. That's the advice that we get given. That's right. So is that what you've been doing? Well, I've just been having a lot of thoughts lately because I, I get woken up a fair bit um, in the night. Sometimes a little go for a, I've got to go for a little tinkle or sometimes because um, I haven't got much bed space now. I've got about 15% of my bed. Oh, because you're blaming the girlfriend on that. Blaming the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, I think most people know that when you get a girlfriend, if you're a guy, you know you lose bed space. Um, it's part and parcel of having someone pretty uh, much, yeah. so next to you at night. Sometimes I wake up mid-dream. And I've, I've, ri- I've written down a lot of different things, but I've given you three of my thoughts. So, and that's it. This is exactly so this is what thing. I've written down as well. Right. So what, what's the, read the first one out. Triangle. Yeah, no, no, the first, the first, what, all of that bit there. There's more to it. So the top part. Right. Watch for nails. There's, there's lines separating the individual thoughts. In ground, Alicia dead. Yeah. Yeah, so that's your sentence. Yes, so that's all I wrote down. So um, I had a dream that Alicia and I were out just mucking around in this field, but I recognised the field as a very um, notorious one where I grew up in South Australia. This bloke used to put like big nails in the ground so that um, uh, people would injure themselves, and I think someone died from it. And then I remember, like, when we're just mucking around and we're just play fighting and whatever else and, you know, she's kicking my ass and all that sort of stuff, as she does. 
And then uh, I look around and go, hang on a second, I know this field. And I was like, why is this field not good? And I had to think about this in the morning. I was like, nails in the ground, what was I dreaming? And it turned out not only was it bad for the nails in the ground, but it was the worst one for magpies swooping. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that down, but something in the middle of the night made me think to check every field that we walk through for nails before we go through. So that was that was my first one. Yeah, you've got Duchess kittens, orange one, black one, white one, different fathers. Yeah. Now, <laughs> take what you yep. will from that. I've... I think that's Why an aristocrat. I think it's an aristocrat's reference. <laughs> I, w- I woke up and I read it. I was like, "What a duchess kitten- kittens!" And I was like, "She has got three different coloured kittens." And I was like, "Well, does that mean she's got had it away with?" Because she's in France. I'm not saying French people <laughs> sleep around. I'm just saying that if she's got an orange one, maybe she's had an orange cat in the past, like as her partner. She's got a black one and a white one. Um, the white one might have taken after her, but what about you know? You've got three different coloured cats. I don't know why. I woke up and wrote that down, but it was important to me while I was sleeping, so I put it down there. And that's the, that's the only thing. It's the only thing I could think of. Do you feel like you're the 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 white cat in your family? Like maybe you're the the the, the black sheep that's left out of mm, your, your siblings, and you're all different, and that's what you're worried about. Hard to tell in my family. All black sheep, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> all right, and then you've got triangle, circle, square, bags. And then you got a box? Yeah. So in the box, I've tried to work that out, and I'm not sure whether that's right or not, but I think it might be in relation to tea bags. What? That's Triangle, right. Triangle, circle, square, yeah. bags. So they're all different shaped in your in your mind, no, the tea bags. No, not at all. No, no. So you've got your Tetleys and whatever. Yeah. They're the standard ones. They're the square ones. Circle, do you remember the Tetley all rounder? No. Right. Well, that's a special tea bag, right? And it's right. a better Tetley tea bag. So you've been dreaming about tea bags. Not quite. I ju- these are just the thoughts when I wake up. It could be nothing to do with the dream, but I wake up, I write it down, think it's the most philosophical thing I've ever done, and then go back to sleep, um, sometimes laughing. And then the triangle one is PG Tips. That That's a tea brand. It's an English tea brand. So they're just three things that I've been thinking. I, I haven't done this until recently, like writing stuff down, because I keep waking up in the night. Oh, uh, yeah, don't again blame your girlfriend for it. Like the, your weird thoughts is not all um, thanks to her. No, I'm just just saying that you know it, when you've got someone else there, or maybe you need to go tinkle. You're up anyway. You might as well write down what you were thinking. Oh, is that why you share every photo that you when you're uh, happy out there in love with with your girlfriend that you've got to share what? each and every moment? I do feel for that woman because content is your life, and her life has now become your content. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, she's not safe from the show anymore. No. She's not safe from the show. And I know there's a few women around the office that think I've posted a little bit too much as well. Oh, we love it, though. That's why I'm going into a song now so we don't have to talk. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. Rip this Band-Aid off right now. You don't even know why I've dragged uh, I know why Shalice you've dragged Shalice in because you keep on going on about the fact that I've posted one or two times one on social two. media um, with the new girlfriend. And this is the thing you do. You put a little couple of pictures up so that, um, you know, everyone gets to see what's going on. One or two hundred. No. Yes. Not that many. You're, You're exaggerating. No, no, no. no not. We've had this discussion, Shalice and I, uh, away from you about how we feel jealous that mm. you are so loved up right now with Alicia and all your Instagram stories and all of your Facebook is just no. you so happy in Incorrect. love. If Incorrect. you take Chrissy's boyfriend, my boyfriend, Bianca's boyfriend, combine them all on their social media pages, you beat them 
Oh, so just combining the women in our office and the boy, like, that just says more about your boyfriends than it does No, me. it doesn't. It says the, the length that we've been with our boyfriends. Yeah, yeah. We're it's, not in the honeymoon stage anymore. Good on you. I'm, I'm going on seven years. Christy's okay. been with Michael for eight, eight years. Oh, yeah, that's so long, and so yet the, neither of you have got rings. I <laughs> know. Oh, so they're not posting about you. They're not giving you a ring. Aren't you tweaking something? We've got something? houses, so aren't we're you, smart. Aren't you like, you know, haven't you got something in the back of your mind going, oh, maybe it's not going to work? No. Um, no, it's harder to get out of a mortgage than mm. a marriage, thanks. So we've <laughs> we both committed. got the mortgages, so <laughs> that that's commitment. Yes, is that... yes, <laughs> it is. See, the thing is here, we're at the the length of our relationship. We're, we're married. We're pretty much married No, couples. you're not. You're no, not even no, engaged. Yeah, the, got actually rings. says it's the mortgage. That's the commitment. Well, Doesn't if you count. got kids, same thing. We're basically in a marriage. Yeah, you, despite the fact that it's only been, what, a few months that you've been together, Four, you are still yeah. in the honeymoon phase. 100%. Do you not feel that that's the case? And anyone in the honeymoon phase will think, oh, no, we're not in a honeymoon phase. And then as you progress in your relationship, you realise you don't have to prove on your social media page that you've got a new girlfriend and woohoo, look how great she is. <laughs> We're not saying it's I can bad. smell on. jealousy. No, in the we, room. But, no, look, we I'm want a little you bit to jealous. own it. We yeah. want you to say, "Hey, Why? I'm proud to have a banging girlfriend. Look how great she is." Yeah, she's and hot. we're in the honeymoon phase. I think a honeymoon phase has to end, right? Yes. If both your partners say, for example, just for argument's yeah. sake, were really happy and whatever else, and energetic, and then all of a sudden they just got sort of you know used to it, bored, and whatever else. It's a else. gradual thing, though. Yeah. It's not that they're bored, bodge at all. It's well, just you get complacent and you just kind of I'm already you complacent. have different priorities. You don't worry about having to please other people and showcase that okay. you've got a loved one. And also, I think when you live with someone, you yeah. see their face enough. Right. You don't need to post sure. a profile picture because people know Hang you're on. together. My you're... profile picture is just me. hasn't changed. Yes, but your stories are full of my... your relationship. Let's have a look at my story. Well, oh, look. There's the dog. <laughs> there's the dog again. There's the dog. You ask any listener out there that followed and you. And there is, there's one video of Alicia chasing a $5 note down the road because she's, you know, she likes money. Why? Don't know why she's with me. I haven't got any. Why are you so awkward about this, why this conversation? Why yeah. what, What's going on, Bodge? I'm not defensive. All I'm saying is... it because is... you're showing people no. you have a heart and no. emotions and you're a big softy on the inside? You're uh-huh. a cream egg. You break open the, the brown, oh. the brown hard exterior <laughs> inside. A there's egg. a girl. Oh, you wish. Stop it. <laughs> no, seriously. If you're not in the honeymoon phase, when did that finish up for you? And when do you think it's yours not, no, will finish? This is the difference. See, I don't, I don't view it as a phase. I view it as I'm consistent throughout the relationship. So far. Right up until the end, <laughs> probably in a few months' time. <laughs> right. When I'm ready for my summer girlfriend. Have you got on her nerves yet then? Probably. Because that is yeah. when you've, you've sort of passed Only yet, the honeymoon I mean, phase. Anyone that knows me, once again, will know it doesn't take very long <laughs> for me to get on someone's nerves. And it was only yesterday we were having a nap. We're just having, that's what we do. We just nap in the afternoons and then we, we watch a bit of telly. That's it. We're nanas. Like, you no, know. again, that's really cute. Like mm-hmm. me, if I'm sleeping yep. one metre each side and that's before social distancing came in, don't touch me, I want to sleep. Yeah, that, and that says something about women because there's a lot of women out there that <laughs> dominate the bed. If I've got 10 to 15% of the bed, which I do, and she's 
like you know right up against me as well and she's got all that bed behind her i mean i think that that's that's something ingrained in women that's a territorial thing i feel like if you're not oh. turning around and uh, canoodling with her back you are definitely out of the honeymoon phase the mid north coast gets up with christian barge on hit fm now growing up bodge i was pretty fortunate in that my mum and dad still live together and were happily married and I got to learn a lot of things from them. Dad taught me how to change tyres. Mum taught me how to um, dress myself and wear a bra, all the little practical things that you need to do with your day-to-day. And and sadly, I know that wasn't the case with you in terms of having a father figure around. And I know a lot of people are in the same boat where they just need that practical dad advice. I think it comes down to the fact that he was technically stepdad. He's the only dad I ever knew, yeah. but he was he was stepdad. And I think towards my teenage years, he started to um, to kind of we drifted apart a little bit. So that's where that's happened. Yeah, but a, a lot of people are in situations where they don't even have a dad. So no, and you're um, missing those practical skills. But the the best thing to come out of um, this is that there is one dad in particular that's come to the rescue in the most heroic way ever by offering up practical dad advice and teaching basic skills with his YouTube channel called Dad, How Do I? And we've got Rob, who's the man behind all this with us this morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. It's actually evening where where I'm at. But yeah, um, thanks for having me on. That's all right. Now, why? firstly, why did you get involved in creating YouTube videos for people that don't have a father? There's a few different reasons. Um, my my dad, um, I came from a fractured home myself. My dad um, walked away from our family when I was 14. And, you know, it's, some, it's a resource that I could have used. Yeah. Um, obviously, that didn't exist when I was, when I was 14. Um, YouTube was not a, not a thing. And uh, But anyway, I, so I, you know, and I talked to my, my adult kids. I've raised two adult kids and I thought, you know, it might be a useful resource for somebody. And I, you know, I thought of it a couple of years ago and just never got around to it. I'm human like everybody else and I procrastinated. But then with the quarantine, it, it forced my hand to go ahead and do it. I think shaving was the worst one for mm. me because I wanted to learn to shave. I was getting teased at school for having a moustache. I was the only 11-year-old with a moustache, and that's probably fair enough. I don't <laughs> think anyone else should have one. But it's just um, it, I had to teach myself. He wasn't he wasn't keen to do that with me. So Well, I wish that Rob was around because on one of the videos, Rob, you teach someone to shave. That was actually my second um, video, and so, you know, it's fairly basic, uh, but I, really, you know, I, I, in all honesty, thought I was going to have 30 or 40 viewers. I wasn't expecting it to blow up like it has, and so, you know, it, it's pretty basic. I just, I, and I basically said, you know, if you don't know how to, here's a way. I'm just trying to give people one way of doing it. You know, if, you, if you've got a better way, fine. I even say that in my ironing video. It's like, this is just, this is what's worked for me. If you don't know where to begin, here you go. Do you feel like you might be filling a void for some young men, particularly? Yeah, I think that's, you know, it, uh, um, early on when I saw that it started getting some traction, you know, I didn't do this to be famous. I did it to help people. In all sincerity, I, I wasn't trying to make money at it. I was, you know, I'm, my wife and I planned well. We're, you know, we're uh, typical Americans where we're, you know, uh, planning on retiring in 10 years and we were on schedule. And um, I wasn't trying to do this as a second career. I was just sincerely trying to help people. And then early on, I realized, you know, um, my videos were resonating on a different level. People were 
crying just watching me tie a tie. It wasn't, <laughs> and I don't think it's because I'm such a bad person <laughs> or that I'm not good at tying a tie. I don't think they felt sorry for me. I think it was the connection <laughs> between a, somebody that's maybe, you know, missing a father figure. And now part of being a man is, you know, I got to, I, I owe it to them. That's absolutely right. And even now at my age, Christy, um, you know more about, you know, uh, outback sort of stuff, camping, all of that. I never yeah. went fishing with dad. I still don't really know how to fish. My girlfriend's going to teach me because she's <laughs> great at fishing. There's a lot of things that I am yeah. still needing to learn to do because I, I just got by without having to do it or yeah. I just navigated around it. So it's a, it's something for everyone of all ages because everyone's, everyone's got something new to learn. Thank you so much, Rob. Appreciate your time with us. You bet. Thanks for having me on. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. We know TikTok's a goldmine for a lot of hacks. And yeah. in particular, the one that's uh, been pretty viral. Uh, people spinning jars of peanut butter. I've, never, I've not seen it. I'm not on the TikTok <laughs> anymore. I'm not TikToking. It sounds weird. I'm just going to start spinning because apparently you've got to do it for about two minutes. So you get a, a jar of peanut butter that's basically empty. So you know when you've got the skerricks at the bottom of the, the jar um, the, yeah, right. that you can't get out. You know you're going to get your hand. Oh, what hand are you doing? Are you I'm playing, knocking stuff over. Are you playing spin the bottle with a, <laughs> an empty jar <laughs> of peanut butter? Basically without the kissing involved. But um, no, what happens is, you know when you're trying to get the last of the... I know it sounds like I'm a bit out of breath, but I am spinning a jar of yeah. peanut butter. Um, you get the last little bits of the bottom out yeah, with yeah, a fork. Yeah. Why would I use a fork? No, a knife. That's, that's the uh, worst a spoon, instrument to and use. You get it all over your, your knuckles. Well, apparently this works if you can spin it properly, which I clearly can't do. So, what, why do you spin it? What does it actually do? What's the idea behind well, the it? The hack is that it will bring all the ingredients, all the remnants from the bottom up to the top. So it's all at the top near the lid, and you can actually um, get it out without having to do it. By the looks of things, I can even see it's not doing anything. Right. I think so, it probably works better with a, a jar of mayonnaise because you can do it with anything. You can do it with jam. I, I'm nervous because I've been <laughs> lied to before. Um, there's About a bloke. Hacks? There was a bloke on TikTok who um, he got a knife and he flicked open the inside of a Nutella lid, and oh. underneath there there was a plastic knife. And that's really? what you use to cut the foil open. The first thing I thought is, well, if you've already got a knife out, you know, why not? And then we'll just use that one. And then I tried it on two Nutella jars, so I bought different size ones to test it. Yeah. And now I've got all this Nutella I can't eat. Yeah. So how's your pe- is your peanut well, butter, is there any truth behind yours? I don't know. I've seen videos and they show you. You can tell whether or not it's um, been fudged. But in the videos that are doing the rounds on TikTok, you see them spinning for about two minutes. Yeah. And then they open the lid in front of you, and you can see that it's sort of spiraled its way all the way up to the top of the jar, so you don't have to dig any of it out. Right. And you are sp- spinning it. It's ho- I can't see to, it from my side. Sp- okay, Is it horizontal? So horizontal yeah. on the desk. Yeah, yeah. And you spin it vigorously to right. make it all come to the top. But see, it keeps I would have hitting th- me, see, and I think that's what's ruining it. See, in my mind, centrifugal force, uh, I, I've been in those rides before where they strap you to the side and it's like a spinning disc. Wouldn't everything go to the outside of the jar? Like know. to the most extreme side, so maybe top and bottom of the jar? All right, I've been going for, what, two and a half minutes. Where's Dr. Carl when you need him? <laughs> and 
It doesn't look like it's done anything. I reckon you need really oily stuff. I'm calling this hack a fail. So if you want to attempt oh, it at no. home, uh, if maybe it works with smooth peanut butter. Is it an official uh, uh, Christie fail? It's an official Christie fail when it comes to spinning the peanut butter right. to get the skerrix from the bottom up to the top. No, you know what the fail is, Bodge. Yep. Is that I got crunchy peanut butter and not smooth? Oh no 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 no! Let's not put this on the the crunchy. I reckon this is good though. I think we could bust some more myths. All right. This could, can this be your thing? Because you, you've taken you've made the effort to get some crunchy in, which I appreciate because I know you're a smooth girl. Uh, hang on. <laughs> you're a smooth peanut butter girl. I think. Do you yeah. want to try some of my nuts? I don't want to try your nuts. <laughs> Want more of Christian Bodge? Catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM.